It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, that's right. It is Utah Car Sense. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. I am Austin Horton. Eric Jensen producing for us today. And joining us now on the other side of the world. Well, really, the other side of the valley. Roger Parkin, general sales manager of the Southtown store in the Auto Mall. Roger, good to have you back. Sir, how are you today? Oh, it's good to be back. I'm great. We, uh, we're still Hopefully. doing this distantly, although I have some good news, I think. They're working okay. on getting us clearance to get you guys back in the building. So That would be different. <laughs> that would be, be better in a yes, lot of ways. Oh, it uh, makes my life easier. I mean, <laughs> it, it, that, that's the underplayed part of this. Like, it, it's the hardest for technology dummy Eric Jensen to uh, <laughs> to keep up with you guys on, on some days. It's much easier to have you both here. Well, I'm glad you said it so we didn't have to. Uh, yeah, that, that's absolutely. <laughs> Just kidding. Gotta love Zoom, you know? Never heard of Zoom before all this, and I ain't live and die by it. Well, if you read the internet some places, Roger, Zoom did all this on purpose. They They started all of this. Well, I think uh, they've paired up with the Chinese and, you know, and, and sent it Gates. over here, and away we go. Yeah, it, it was it was President uh, was the the president of China, Bill Gates, and Zoom all got together and said, "Here's what we'll do." <laughs> At least that's what I read on uh, some someone's Facebook status recently. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that's a conspiracy theory out there somewhere. <laughs> oh man, but how is life outside of work and COVID, Roger? How is how is life for you and your family? Life is awesome. I mean, you're. We're into the first little bit of fall, first weekend of fall, and just uh, loving life and enjoying it. Do you like fall? I can't remember. I think we talked about this recently. You know, I like all the seasons. Usually by the time they change, I'm sick of them. So mm. that's one of the things I enjoy about Utah. We get sprinter and summer. You know, <laughs> sprinter little, little and winter. Yeah. Yep. You usually go winter to, to, it seems like, almost summer, and then you're back into winter. So. Mm. Uh, well, we we have a lot to talk about. You said it. We're closing out October. Excuse me. We're closing out September, September. today. Opening October next week, uh, and uh, it's it's going to be a wild five weeks starting next week in this country. Just if you thought twenty twenty was wild already, just wait till elections r- stuffs really starts taking over oh, yeah. the airwaves yeah, and the TV know, waves. Mail in ballots and you know how they're not valid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be. Hopefully we all survive the madhouse that's coming in the next six weeks. It's uh, And I wanted to start right there just as a quick little uh, nudge or suggestion or, or hope or plea. Can we all just please understand that we all have different makeups, different chemistries, different ways we go about our thinking, whether it be critical or otherwise, different belief systems, different way of walking, talking, standing, dressing, eating, uh, recreating, we all are individuals, and it's okay if you are a registered Democrat and uh, the and your mother is a registered Republican. You're still mother and child. You don't have to burn bridges. You don't have to yell and scream and fight. <laughs> she can vote for Trump. You can vote for Biden. Uh, your father can ride in Mickey Mouse, and we can all still just be uh, citizens amongst each other yeah, can't we that's not how that's not how we do it now you're either left or you're right nah. there's no in between 
That that see that's a that's, that's there a, lies the challenge. That's the actual disease that our country yep. is facing. Uh, is, is that that little tongue in cheek? Uh, you meant it tongue in cheek. I, I know, but that little uh, belief that if you don't believe what I believe, then you're wrong. And that bot that we have to be better on that. And then real diseases will be easier, easy, more easily conquered and, and gotten over once we're once we as an American people are stronger and more united. But as long as Kanye doesn't win, because he'll bring in your boy Elon Musk as vice president. <laughs> no, Elon Musk is not American. You have to be a naturalized American citizen. To be the vice president? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Because if the president dies, you're now, you're now the president. Uh, exactly. I guess that's true. What so do I know safe. about politics? And so that may have just earned Kanye my vote, honestly, uh, just, just to make sure Elon can't be the president. <laughs> If you want to waste your vote, go ahead and vote for it. <laughs> no, see, Roger, no, no vote is a wasted vote. That's a <laughs> that's a fallacy as well. Okay, so I just wanted to please be remember to be patient and kind and loving to everyone uh, because this election will end, and there will be four years of either someone you love, hate, or are indifferent towards, but everyone else in your lives that actually matter in your day to day encounters. You need to be okay with them. Yeah. So just take it easy. I, I find it amusing, you know, whichever regime's in charge, the, the dialogue <laughs> dialogue changes just 180 degrees. <laughs> you know, what they did, what they don't do. I mean, you see it with the nominating of a new Supreme Court justice with uh, Ginsburg having died. You yeah, know, we were yeah. six, seven, eight months out from Obama being out of office, and the Republicans blocked him electing oh, uh... a... Or, Nominating Supreme died. Court justice, yeah, yeah, and now they want to get it done in a week. Yeah, uh, and we're six weeks away from the uh, puppet being hopefully being out of office. That's my <laughs> Rod, opinion. Roger, just just discarding my whole opening uh, suggestion to everybody. I I I'm nice. I just would like to see a change. Sure. I don't think he's been healthy for the U.S. I don't think I've been uh, very cloaked in my opinion of of the current uh, guy in charge and i don't think anyone needs to have a crystal ball to guess who i'm leaning towards voting for but <laughs> regardless i still have uh, a job to do i still have a life to live and i yeah. i would rather just you know be okay with everyone disagreeing with me and them being okay with me disagreeing with them and yet we have common ground in we all want things to be better isn't that can't we oh, all yeah. agree on that even I mean, if you're even if you're a Trump fan, even if you voted for him, you're going to vote for him again. If you're flying the Trump flag, if you're you know holding uh, open forums on your Facebook post, I think even you could admit everything can still improve, and everyone wants it to get better. I think. I don't care who, what party, and who's in charge. It can always get better. Hmm. Um, as far as I respect people's opinions one of my best friends is a staunch trump supporter you know we, <laughs> we have great discussions and we can agree to disagree and you know it, like you say everybody's entitled to their opinion and i'm okay with that yep. i don't have to agree with what anybody says or what you say or how you believe you know it's about you as a person that's just one part of who you are what makes you know makes makes you up well, so that's we'll, we'll leave it there for today uh, on that topic. I just I was looking at the calendar and going, 
Boy, it's about to get real messy on social media here. So let's all just remember to take a breath and remember that we all have to live with each other past November 6th or whatever the date is. Football tweets only. I I love that. (laughs) Football tweets only. And that's a great transition by our producer there, Roger, because football is back. 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 The back 12. Back, you see back, what I back, did there? Back, 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 <laughs> The back 12, yeah. Uh, they're, they're in the back seat of the Power Fives, but they're back to the football field coming up I'm November surprised. 6th, right? I'm surprised it took Something them this like, long yeah, to come no, out and no. say they're going to play. Who's that, Roger? I'm surprised it took all the football conferences this long <laughs> and purely based on money. No, 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 no. Listen to the the president of the University of Oregon, Michael Schill. It's never been a consideration once. Uh, He said uh, we've never even brought it up as a consideration. And then in the very next the very next sentence. But the losses that we're incurring and have incurred and will incur are huge, he says. Roger, so. you, you they, really think $60 million is a big deal? I mean, they say they'd probably use, lose that up at the U if they didn't play. So, you know, no big deal. Just $60 million. Well, it does. Well, you, know, you, yeah. you lay off the whole you know, athletic department to save money. Yeah. Your highest employee, state employee in the state, Mr. Whittingham, you know, they laid everybody off so they could save paying them. Tell me that $60 million doesn't matter to the U. He still gets paid. Well, to be fair, he was furloughed, no. too. He, he was furloughed, it, too. But he still gets paid. At the end of the day, but he was <laughs> he, he was furloughed, to be, to be fair to the university. Oh, man. Uh, but... Uh, the, the, the idea that uh, football is back and it's going to be played, I don't care if they are last to the table, they're at the table. And it matters to my job, selfishly, for that to be oh, happening. Yeah. Uh, but also, just as a fan of sports, it is something to forget about stupid COVID and stupid elections and stupid <laughs> uh, whatever else is on your plate. You get to sit down and check out for four quarters uh, every yeah, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Thursday. It, it was interesting watching the Raiders game Monday night in that brand new, beautiful stadium huh. with no fans. I think that's the first game because, you know, Al Davis is the owner, right? Yes. Because they made a decision not to have any fans Mark this year. Mark Davis. Yeah, his son, Mark. Yeah. Mark, yeah, there you go. Uh, Mark made the decision that he's not attending the games because the fans can't attend them. First time he's missed a game since like 94. Wow. Pretty powerful statement on his side. Yeah, I if if you believe he's doing it, uh, I don't know. I'm kind I of... can just go by what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, they right. certainly didn't show any pictures of him in the stadium. <laughs> I used to I used to laugh. Uh, in fact, the when the Jazz were in the finals, Larry Larry Miller made a joke about himself once about this. Uh, that they played a home game on a Sunday, and he does not attend Sunday games uh, or Correct. watch Sunday games. But then they had a video of him just in the tunnel listening <laughs> to the game. He was here. It's semantics, it was so funny. It's semantics. It's so funny. Uh, so, uh, but I thought it was really, really telling that the Raiders win games when their fans aren't allowed to be in attendance. That's that really was very telling. interesting. Ooh. They actually look pretty Shots darn good. Uh, so they they did. Uh, I'm excited. We're actually we're we're going full uh, all in on the Raiders this season here on the Zone. Eric's producing their games. 
right here. You'll hear every single Raiders game on the zone. Wow. We've Coming got out with Uncle Brett. He's always liable to say something outlandish. So, Brett Musburger, you know. <laughs> now on the radio call. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Raiders Insider Report every Thursday on the big show. We're, we're all in on the Raiders. So well, it's it fun sense. to have I some mean, NFL coverage. The closest pro football team to us. I mean, it's closer than the Broncos now. Yeah, and no one really You're... cares about them. So Sorry, oh, Eric. That's cold. <laughs> that's cold. Denver that wishes they were Salt Lake. I, I have two nephews with think those are fighting words. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Denver is a beautiful city. I mean, l- l- yeah. let's, let's calm down. So, I would power rank Denver. Well, I can't wow. say that. Wow. Easy say, now, fella. I can't say that because I'm... You know, I'm in Salt Lake City, but Denver is a beautiful city, and I, I just won't stand for the slander. Well, I, I'll just say this. Their Winter Olympics bid recently, they said, yeah, we're such a beautiful, amazing city that part of their Olympics bid was that, oh, we can use Salt Lake's venues. Well, we have better mountains. We have better mountains. Hey, our mountains are closer than theirs. It's the, the Denver Olympics from Salt Lake City. That was, that was the, the, the legitimate pitch to the IOC. So, I'll yeah, just... it's not a good look. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I mean, that's a whole nother ball of wax. IOC needs to change how they do things. Yeah, they need to you take look... more bribes. Well, bribes definitely. <laughs> 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 now, you look at all the unused venues and all the billions of dollars oh. that go into them now. Yes. It's, I mean, give Salt Lake credit. We're, what, 18 years post? And all the venues are still up and running and well maintained and are utilized. So, that yep. doesn't generally happen. Yep. For now, sure. Now's the perfect time if you like to wa- look at pictures of decaying stadiums. Go check out the World <laughs> Cup stadiums from Brazil right now. No, don't do oh. that. Oh, you'll be so if sad. You, if you like to get sad, if you're a masochist, you know, go, yeah. go, go check that out because it is it is something wild. And they, 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 they bulldozed entire favelas. Right. They've yeah. just well, look at completely Athens. gone to ruin. <laughs> Athens, yeah, yeah, from the two thousand. Look at their venues Olympics, for yeah. the whatever centennial um, Olympics it was. It was when they hosted them. Those venues are all trash. Two thousand four, I want to say, was that? I think somewhere yeah. in there, yeah, yeah. Because two thousand was Sydney, two thousand four yep. was Athens, yeah. So, yep. So, yeah. but we we built it, we paid for it, and we use it, and that's correct. That's something to be proud of. Hey, we do have that to was... talk about cars at some point here. Uh, at some point <laughs> i i forgot this is utah car sense uh and so we have to uh we have to talk about cars and i've got an exciting uh story here for those that are in fact since we started a little political i'm going to start with a somewhat political story here roger but in a Let's fun in a fun vein if you want to collect a former united states president's actual cars that he used while he was president have I got a story for you? Two Lincoln limousines, last used by President John F. Kennedy, are being auctioned by Bonhams in New York. As reported by FordAuthority.com, the cars are part of the American Presidential Experience Sale. Neither Lincoln is the famous open convertible in which Kennedy was assassinated in Dallas. Obviously, that one is on display. I hope not. <laughs> uh, that's on display at the Henry Ford Museum in Michigan. But Which, by the way, I don't... That's kind of macabre. I don't know why you need yeah, to go visit. I'm not sure why you want to bring back memories of like arguably the darkest day in American or stand history. there next to yeah, whatever. But one of these uh, Lincolns that's on on sale was used by the president on that fateful trip. 
The white 1963 Lincoln Continental convertible carried the president, Mrs. Kennedy, and Texas Governor John Connolly on the morning of November 22nd. They rode in this Lincoln from the Texas Hotel, where they had spent the night to a breakfast where the president gave a speech. From there, they drove through Fort Worth on streets lined with crowds to Carswell Air Force Base for the flight that would then take them on to Dallas. The car was a loaner from local dealer Bill Golightly and was sold in 1964. It's spent time in several different museum collections and has been partially restored, receiving a new engine and a paint job. The red leather interior, interior, however, is said to be original. The pre-sale estimate for this Lincoln, any guesses, fellas? What would you guess this? A couple million, I bet. No, actually, a lot Less. lower. Wow. Three hundred to $500,000 is all. Wow. Uh, the, the second in the collection that's available is a 1960 Continental Mark V executive limousine uh, modified by Hess and Eisenhart and features bulletproof doors, a divider window, a two-way telephone, and rear seat climate controls. This car was released or was leased rather to the White House and was used by President Kennedy for personal trips around Washington as opposed to official trips for which the larger presidential limousine would be used. Uh, However, after Lyndon B. Johnson took office, this Lincoln returned to the Ford Motor Company, was purchased by a private individual, uh, and it too later spent time in various historical collections. The pre-sale estimate for this one is $200,000 to $300,000. So for about a million to a million and a half, Roger, you could have these two uh, Lincoln limousines used by President Kennedy. That's an expensive uh, lawn ornament. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if, if you miss out on the cars, uh, you might also raise your auction paddle for another item that's being offered. A full-scale facsimile of the Oval Office. A partial fuselage of Boeing 707, retrofitted as a replica of the Kennedy-era Air Force One, as well as numerous smaller items. This auction takes place October 14th. Interesting. I don't know. If, what, yeah. what are you going to do with a fuselage? I don't know. But, hey. Put, make it a bed and breakfast somewhere. Just <laughs> you know? stay in a fuselage? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Scenty. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Uh, some exciting news for all you uh, Gordon Monson uh, well-to-do people out there. If you've got a cool million and a half to blow, there's something you can do it on. Imagine being able to spend $300,000 on a car and just have it sit somewhere. To just say, a president once drove in this for a mile and a half from a hotel to an airstrip. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, All right, before we break for the first time today, let's warn our drivers out there about uh, the big detour plans on northbound I-15 this weekend. 90th South, right? Yep, uh, if you're used to getting on northbound I-15 uh, at 900, or excuse me, at 90th South and Sandy, you may want to reconsider it. The uh, Utah Department of Transportation is going to close 90th South overnight, beginning tonight at 6 p.m. until 5 a.m. tomorrow, Sunday morning. That'll be 90th South between I-15 and Monroe Street in Sandy. The closure will allow crews to pour concrete for a new bridge over 90th South. That is part of a new collector distributor system that is designed to improve safety and reduce traffic delays. Are they shutting down the entire freeway or just that on-ramp? So it says uh, during the closure, drivers can access I-15 at 106 South 
eastbound and westbound 90th south traffic will be detoured to 106 south. Drivers should plan extra travel time and follow the detour signs during the closure. But my, my question about that, Roger, is that's more south than 90th south. And this right. is northbound that they're closing. Closing. So are they sharing southbound? I, want, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not I, clear. No, I, I bet they're just they're closing that on ramp. Oh, you know oh, they've got a, they've got a picture here that's helping me understand it a little more. Well, uh, I'll, I'll understand it. I, I mean, I read through that article real quickly last night. Yeah. So but I didn't look at the picture. <laughs> the, the the freeway itself. Uh, on, at open. 90th South is not being touched. Uh, okay. It's this new collector on ramp uh, that yes. they will then uh, later connect to the freeway. Yeah, I say it's going to be similar to what you see on uh, U201, the spaghetti bowl. Yep, it looks a lot like that. Yeah, which I is, didn't realize how many accidents they have in that area every day. Well, well, Gall, it's I, I don't know how it's many insane. times I've driven it, and I always forget. You've got to take if you're going southbound. You got to take that 1300, 2100 collector <laughs> to get off at 2100. Otherwise, you're headed yes, to you Cheyenne do. and then getting off at State <laughs> Street and coming backwards. Yep. And so there's all always there's people going from the far left to that exit ramp at 102 miles an hour. Uh, the rest of us be damned. And so it's no surprise <laughs> that there's so many accidents you, there. You have brakes. Yeah, they yeah, they have gas. I have brakes. That's kind of the, exactly. the thought there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a nice little uh, nod here. Just the other day, our Forester Sport saved our lives because someone had done just that to us, and it did the oh. the pre collision uh, check and it, it cut the brakes for us, or not cut the brakes, hit the brakes for us, and I, I'm convinced saved us from an accident. So. A uh, little so uh, tip how, of the cap. How much do you enjoy the adaptive cruise control? So my wife gets m not mad, but uh, annoyed maybe is a good word. I annoy my wife because I like the adaptive cruise control. I hate the rest of the drivers around me that cause it to. <laughs> uh, it's, so I'll set that so, thing at 75, but then I'm constantly driving at 65 because the car in front of me is driving at 65. It drives right. me crazy. It's, it's interesting. We saw the uh, lady a car yesterday that moved here from Texas, and she wanted you know, someone to follow her home. She had two cars there, and she goes, "I drive the surface streets because you guys may love everybody and everything, but when you get on the freeways, you froth at the mouth. And you want to kill people." It's absolutely true. <laughs> she she nailed it. That ought to be our state motto. Oh, G yeah. Give me freeway and give me death. That's our state motto right there. For sure. Yeah, we we're, we're over in Colorado last weekend for a, a funeral, and you can tell the second you get out of Utah into any surrounding state, people get out of the fast lane, go to the right lane so you can pass people. They don't try and run, you know, you don't turn your turn signal on, they try and get ahead of you or cut you off. It's really an interesting study in uh, <laughs> social life here. Yeah. Uh, and as you were uh, alluding to, UDOT says they probably have at least a crash a day at that mm -hmm. uh, 90th South and 7200 South uh, change. And so this oh, yeah. new this new collector ramp, uh, just by way of note, make a note now, if you're headed northbound through Sandy and you need to get on 215 or off at 7200 South, you're going to need to do that at 90th South now once this, once this opens. 
uh, which won't be until uh, the end of the year, yeah. they're thinking. Uh, but and so if you if you pass way. it at 90th South, you got to go to 53rd before you can then come back to 215. So yeah, be aware of that later coming up uh, later this year. And then supposedly Utah County is about to be finished. All that. Yeah. Okay. Construction down there, but you never go down there. That's too far away for you, right, Austin? No, no, no. That's the the well. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's too far. It's too way. far for them to come visit me somehow, but not too far for me well, to go visit them. Well, you want that stuff? <laughs> well, I I'm still expected to. <laughs> still the and Here you, you know what you said you said Utah County is about to be finished. Yeah, so they can start it again. Because I remember when That's I was in college down in Utah County and it was finishing, and that was 11 years ago. So I don't think they've ever finished. Yeah. Well. They, I mean, they've had such huge growth there. I don't know how you do finish that down there. They, they finished uh, around that Orem area, but now they're yeah. at uh, Lehigh. Whoever de- oh, Whoever's idea it was in the first place to design that, how they designed it, uh, they ought to be, you know, uh, delivering pizzas and not designing roads because it's an well, absolute they don't want to disaster because they can't get anywhere down there they can't deliver the pizza <laughs> on that road yeah well, to be fair they're probably dead austin no it was like six years ago it wasn't even yeah, uh, i exaggerate they redid that they redid that first lehigh exit where lehigh roller mills is about six seven years ago and they're redoing it again Ugh. and good but uh, you know it's bad that we spent all that money for nothing in the first place, and it's good that they're redoing it because it is a it's a garbage dump. I I thought you were throwing some shade at the pioneers at the at the, uh, oh. at the grid system. No 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 no. This is this is Utah County. This is a different state. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is beyond the border. This is all uh, all all the people listening in Utah County just turned off. <laughs> <laughs> no, they like to be their own state down there, I, I believe. <laughs> I kid uh, mostly, but really. Yeah. It's I it, it, I need Xanax to drive through Utah County these days and it'll get uh, it'll get fixed, it'll get it'll finish. Uh I'm just I'm sick of the the roads down there as I'm sure I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir of our Utah County people who use oh, it yeah. every day. Yeah, the thing that I admire when you're driving down through there is the talent of all these semi-truck drivers and how they stay through in their lane <laughs> through all the offsets and sweeping turns and yeah and don't kill anybody that's as uh, they're going down there the the you said you, you the the patience that the truck yes. drivers have amazing because they ought to install like chariot spikes on their wheels to keep the the, the idiots just away from them. Over, tear out the doors. Like yeah. they did on the ben Hur style, you know. Just you, you get too close to that semi, and it's your fault. That's how it ought to be. Oh, could you imagine if you could do that? Wow. Yep. Give them give them cattle guards to push people out of the way on the front, and chariot spikes on the side. <laughs> Actually, give the fr- give the too. give us a semi only freeway. That's what I would like to see. The semis on one Boy. one road and the rest of us on the other, but that'll never happen. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, That's I think it'd be really safer. I think it'd be better. It'd be a lot more expensive. But hey, yes. Who who? Since when does that stop anybody? I, it never does. <laughs> and, and we love truckers on this show. I want more semi truck drivers to call in because I am fascinated by that career profession. I just well, they're always hiring. I just think it's. 
it would be an interesting way to see the country. And I just, I, I wonder if it is as glamorous as I make it out to be. Probably not. Oh, I don't think but, it's glamorous uh, at all. No, it's hard work. <laughs> it is tough, tough work. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'd love to hear from our... Uh, our Mike the Trucker hasn't called in in a while. Mike, I, I, if you're out there, hit us up. Please 855 Eric, you can recruit Eric to your crew. 855 Snyder's is hiring out of Florida. They'll pay you 90000 a year. Woo! You never, yeah. uh, you, you know, if you can do it, it's fine. I couldn't do it. I can't, I can't drive to the grocery store and back without needing a nap. So I could, I'd be terrible <laughs> at it. But yeah, uh, I used to be able to drive 14 hours a shot. Now it's about eight. You know, I, I would oh. not want to be on the road like that all the time. Eight hours in the car is, I would think I'd, I think I'd take five to 10 at the county jail over eight hours in the car. <laughs> not kidding. All right. Coming up next, we'll get into some more car stories, including uh, it's Passenger Safety Week. We've got some good PSAs out there about that. Tesla is in the news because that's their whole plan is to always be talked about, even if it's bad. Uh, And the world's idling problem is focused right here on Utah, but not in a negative way. We'll tell you about that and so much more as Utah Carstens rolls along next here on The Zone. Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense. Hey, uh, Roger Parkin with me today. I'm Austin Horton, Eric Jensen producing for us. Before we uh, hand out our poll question for the week, have you guys seen this ridiculous... Is it a dog or is it a clown thing going around on the internet? Have either of you seen that? No, says Eric. Roger, have you seen that? No. Oh, well, you guys win because it it's, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You thought the gold or black dress thing was ridiculous. This is absurd. It's just a, it's a, it's a picture of a chocolate lab, and some people say they see a clown instead of a chocolate lab. And those people are either crooks, liars, or blind. And that's uh, that's all we're going to say about that. But if you see it, don't share it. It's just a dog. And, it, and it's, got me, uh, it's got me overreacting to something that shouldn't even be bothering me. That's what, that's what, this, social, that's that's, what social media is for. It gets you to overreact to nothing. Right, and that's what 2020 has done. You thought that I was hair trigger before. <laughs> Look at me now. All right, it is Utah Carson. Hey, the poll question of the week. If you want something to call in and talk with us about, 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Money is no object. You've got a blank check. You've, you can spend as much money as you can possibly dream up. You have to buy a car for either your current partner or your ex-partner, and you never get to drive it. <laughs> So you've got all the money in the world. You buy a car that you never get to drive for either your current partner or your ex-partner. What wow. is it? 855-340-ZONE. How about <laughs> that? so many directions. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'd, lo- I'd love to hear. And if you've got both, if you've got a current partner and an ex-partner, that'd be funny to compare what, what, you, uh, what you would buy for both of them. 
So well, you know, it would depend on how long it's been since you divorced that first partner. <laughs> Because I think that answer would change over the years. <laughs> and some people might say the ex-partner already got their car uh, you uh, know, in, the, yeah. in the whole thing. But if you if money were no object, I'd love to hear your answers. 855-340-ZONE. Perhaps it would be a, a Lincoln Continental limousine used by uh, John F. Kennedy that's uh, going go. up for auction here. 855-340-ZONE. You see what California announced this last week? Let's talk about it. Let's look into what uh, uh, Comrade Newsom is doing there in the uh, communistic uh, California. By uh, by 2035, they're going to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered cars. Sure they are. It's going to have to be electric or or nothing on the new market. Now, used cars, they can sell gas. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a great idea in some ways, but I don't know how you're going to pull that off. Well, look, my, my problem with California in a lot of the this pollution-type uh, protection area that they try to enforce is they've got these smog checks, and, and it's it's pretty stringent, and they appear to be really serious about cutting down on pollution. But then they keep adding more roads to the freeways. They keep adding more population. They keep adding... Uh, bigger infrastructure they keep uh, if you can pay the fine then your car can have smog problems all at, all at once it, it's kind of like a, a band-aid that they've put on it so far and that's my first comment my second comment then contradicts that first comment I- I- immediately because <laughs> i think banning gas sales is going too far the other way i think it's doing too much honestly because I'm not so everyone practical. will be able to afford a, an electric vehicle well, I, th- I think if you probably read between the lines or probably what they're thinking, if they can get that, you know, California's the largest car market in the nation. Sure. And if you can push that market to electric, the more electric that's produced, the more cost efficient and effective it becomes. But they're not addressing the infrastructure issue. I mean, infrastructure, it's kind of like hydrogen is, you know, ticking to the egg. Yeah. You have people that are, there's quite a few charging stations around, but boy, for long trips, electric cars are not that efficient. You, are. you, you go to, I don't know how long it takes to charge a Tesla, but it's a lot longer it takes you to fuel gas. I know that. Yeah. You, a lot of people do it overnight while it sits in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's several hours, but you know, so that's, that's, that's one of the things they need to address. It'd be one thing if you could pull up and, you know, have a battery swap out and it's comparable to paying for a tank of fuel or something. That that might work. Yeah. But you'd have to have every manufacturer working with each other and have the same specs and requirements and all of that. And I don't see that happening. Uh, in fact, so. uh, the, the Tesla is somewhere between, oh, you can get, uh, based on the model, five hours mm-hmm. for a Roadster up to... 12 hours, 13 hours even for a Model X long range. So it's, Yeah, and it just depends on how fast you're driving, what loads you're putting on it. So it'll be interesting to see if, what where this goes. I think it's a lofty ambition. I don't think it's very practical. Well, we'll get more into uh, what, uh, <laughs> what the plans may be or how they'll be impacted by uh, certain brands in the industry if California does go the way of who else? France, Norway, I think the United Kingdom also has banned or is going to ban the sale of combustion engine. 
Uh, so we'll get more into that in a moment, but we've got our first call of the day, 855-340-ZONE, if you want to be part of the show, 855-340-ZONE. Frank is with us. Good morning, Frank. How are you? Good morning, Frank. We don't hear Frank there. Eric? Perhaps. Come on, Eric. There Good we job. go. There he is. Hi, Frank. <laughs> Hello. Hey, How there you, doing, you are. Guys? Hey, Frank. Good. Good. Hey, uh, who's the guy that's uh, kind of leading the parade here on the show? What's What's your name? Uh, Lloyd Cole, unless you, if you hate me. Uh, if you like me, I'm <laughs> Austin Horton. Well, Lloyd, I, lo- I love your sense of humor. Now, <laughs> are you the one that does the Cafe Rio commercials? No, I don't. I don't think I've ever done a Cafe Rio commercial. Not that I remember. Okay. Well, it's a new one where the guy walks in the kitchen and he doesn't have any clothes on. And, uh, you know, your, your voice and his voice are identical oh, almost. That- that poor so, guy. I yeah. was wondering if that was you. Well, no. Lloyd, you, you always have a very interesting and super show. I, and here's my deal with my uh, the car that I would buy for an ex-wife. Definitely one of them. I would buy, or one of my ex-wives anyway, <laughs> I would buy, uh, after talking with my friend, good-looking Dave, uh, my top mechanic that I know is not that good-looking, but he sure does <laughs> a lot of business because of his name. Um he would never, ever let anybody buy him. A neon, a Dodge neon. Oh, yeah. He's had, he's had to pick so many of those engines, you wouldn't believe it. So, anyway, I'm going to hang up and listen to you guys. You have, <laughs> I love your show every time you're on. So, we'll talk to you later. Thank, Thank you, Frank. Thanks, Thanks a lot. buddy. Uh, hey. ex wives I think everybody needs one, maybe, <laughs> but multiple hey. exes. Hey, uh, why why do something fun just once, Roger? Uh, that's you, you gotta have, you gotta have some fun. Oh. Uh, Frank, though, we, we uh, need to talk about your definition of fun. Frank's a big fan <laughs> of Lloyd Cole. Uh, that's for sure. Right yeah, there. huge fan of Lloyd Cole. <laughs> that's uh, he missed the he missed me telling him if you hate me I'm Lloyd if you like me I'm Austin. Uh, that's how oh, he loves Lloyd. Uh, but thank you, for, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in, and thanks for liking what Lloyd does here on Utah Car Sense every single week <laughs> as the program director. I'm not sure director. Lloyd likes what he does on Utah Car Sense. <laughs> uh, the, the Dodge Neon, Roger, how many uh, uh, have you, A, seen over the years try to be traded in, and do you even take Dodge Neons on trade? Uh, we'll, take, we'll take anything in on trade. Huh. Everything has some value. <laughs> the question is how little or how much. Yeah, your your watch, so, your Casio not, watch might get you further. Neon. It's probably been seven or eight years since I've last seen a neon. Yeah, it seems. I've never met a neon owner that wasn't in at least one accident. Well, that's any car. I mean, you can't just chalk that up to neon. Oh, you know, it's when when I'm selling a used car, you know, customers always always ask you, "Has this car been in an accident?" Well, according to Carfax, no. That's only as good as the information out there. But my assumption, especially when I'm appraising the car, every car has been at least one accident, whether it says so or not. And, you know, my wife's car, too previous to what she has now, was a perfect example. We had that car for 11 years. I know it was hit and hit four different times and had body work on it. You pull Carfax, nothing was wrong with that car. There was no accidents. It had been hit four times in parking lots. Mm. So, you know, just because Carfax says it doesn't have it, you just need to assume it does. But body, most of the body shops are pretty good at putting them back together and making them right. 
with the you don't want to buy a salvage tile rebuilt title car. That's a whole nother can of worms. But you know, you just kind of I kind of assume on a used car that it's been an accident whether Carfax shows it or not. Mm. Uh, Edmonds right now is uh, pricing the value of an 05 Dodge Neon, which was the last year they were made, between $470 and $1,600 at the top of, of uh, the line. There's somebody smoking some crack. <laughs> I don't think you can drink that car that much. <laughs> oh, that's, too funny. that's a car you put 200 bucks into it, send it to tear apart, yes. send it to the salvage yard. Pay for someone to tow it away. That's about as much money as you need to. It'll cost more to get it towed away than that car's worth. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go, Frank. Your ex-wife will enjoy, both your ex-wives will enjoy the hunk of metal that a Dodge Neon will bring them. A pair of twin Neons, one for each (laughs) (laughs) ex-wife. Jesus suggests uh, getting his ex a Ford Pinto uh, would be his choice. So. But let's let's hear from you know some what? people that will give their current partners some love uh, with a oh. really nice vehicle. Remember, money, no object. What car are you going to get? You can never drive it, but you have to give it to your current and or ex-partners. <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. So what car would that be for you, Austin? Oh, God. Well, right now my wife I'm... has the car that I would probably pick for her. Oh, come on. If money were no object, what car would you buy her? So she's, she loves the Forester Sport that we're in right now, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but if money were no object, but I never get to drive it, uh-huh. oh, God, I'd probably go with, oh, uh, uh, let's say a, a Hummer. Really? I don't know. Just The H1 or funny. the H3? <laughs> just, uh, just trying to be funny. No, I'd probably, I'd probably get her. <laughs> I'd probably she would probably really enjoy a Porsche Cayenne. She'd probably like that. Yeah. I yeah, personally got to have the wallet to back that one up. Well, there's money, no <laughs> object here. That's, that's for sure. This is true. Uh, but I, I I've been in a Porsche Cayenne. I don't I don't know, Roger. Maybe it was just because I sat in the back seat. I felt like I was inside of a, a sardine can. I didn't feel very luxurious. Well, you got to look at the. You know the roots of that car. It's a sports car, and it's a, it's a sport wagon. It's it's they're nice. Are they worth the money? I, that's you, you could ask that about any car. Are they worth worth what they're worth what someone will pay for it. But they're they're a neat car. I don't know that for me that's that comfortable a car to drive. Yeah, it's like I sold Toyotas for twenty years, and my I thought my dream car would have been a Land Cruiser forever. Until I delivered one up to uh, Seattle to put on a ship to send to Alaska. It's like, uh-uh. Fun to drive for a short distance, but 14 hours, I can hardly walk when I got out of it. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. It doesn't I, fit me right. If my wife is listening, she's probably screaming at the radio, A GMC Acadia! A GMC Acadia! <laughs> so I should probably remember that that's what she would love to have. So, uh, Not Masculite? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't want either of those, but that's, you know, that's me. So. Uh, but what would you say? 855-340-ZONE. Love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to that uh, California goal of, by 2035, banning the sale of combustion yeah. engines. Elon Musk says that they are getting closer on a new battery uh, for a $25,000 car and an, and an EV battery cell that costs half. Uh-huh. 
He does say they're getting closer, but it's not going to be anytime soon. The battery uh, will have five times the energy, six times the power, and 16% greater range. Perhaps he's hoping in the next three years, which is a bit ambitious because they're also going to try their hand at sourcing their own lithium. Uh, farming out uh, lithium, which is... Whew, that's a that's a tough game to just crack into. That, it absolutely is a tough game. That's uh, lofty goals. I don't know if that's really practical, though. Uh, Tesla's battery packs currently cost $156 per... Uh, what's KWH? I can't... K, 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 kilowatt K, hours. Kilowatt hours, thank you. It, according to electric vehicle consulting from Cairn Energy Research, that puts the cost of a 90-kilowatt-hour pack at around $14,000 just for a Tesla battery, Roger. That's currently. Uh, so for, so what if you're getting a, a $30,000 Tesla, half, half of that cost. is for the battery. <laughs> that's, that's, that's absurd. Well, I, I know when uh, Toyota came out with the Prius originally, they were losing $20,000 a car. Who, what, Toyota? Woo. Toyota, back in, the, back in the 90s when the Prius came out. They would never come out and say that, but the whisper number was twenty thousand a car that first five how, or six, seven years. How do you get? How do you get through? How do you keep with that? How do you stay with it? And because it's a good thing they did. It, you chalk it up to R and D costs. I mean, they spend billions of dollars doing research and development. So what's twenty thousand dollars a car times hundred thousand cars? Mm. So nothing. Mm, that's true. In the big scheme of things. That's true. Yeah. But uh, also at it this, keeps it, uh, it keeps it what now? It, 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 research and development is expensive. That's why you're seeing all these, you know, Subaru or Toyota owns 20% of Subaru. They own a good chunk of Mazda now. I mean, that's why you're seeing all these companies partner up to do the research and development because it is so expensive. Right. Yep. And that's so. like you said, why they, they get together and say, all right, you do the research, I'll do the writing and you do the fact checking. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, don't lie. Don't don't touch the software. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least not not with the current software that got everyone in trouble. Make a new software. Yeah. yeah no. They're still making get people in trouble. Yep. Uh, but also that same day that he announced that battery, uh, he also said, as I mentioned, they're aiming to to make a twenty five thousand dollar car. And uh, the market then uh, dropped twenty billion dollars. In just two hours after trading closed on Tuesday. Uh, well, they're not making money on their more expensive cars. How are they going to make money on a cheap car? Yeah, shares closed down five and a half, five point six, and dropped another 6.9% after hours. Uh, Roth Capital Partner Analyst Craig Irwin said, nothing must discussed about batteries as a done deal. There was nothing tangible. And so a lot of uh, investors or would-be investors stayed away or got out because they saw this as just a current money grab. Can we call it that? Not, not must. I mean, come <laughs> on. Where's the semi that was supposed to be on the road already? He did have he did he did have a moment of real honesty. He said, uh, "Our po- our profitability is not crazy high. Our average profitability for the last four quarters was maybe one percent. It's not like we're minting money. Our valuation makes it seem like we are, but we're not." Said Elon Musk. Yeah, that's yeah. And I guess they're 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 planning on building three hundred thousand of that ugly truck they came out with. Oh, the cyber truck! Yeah, cyber truck. Yeah. <laughs> they have 
I think it was one million deposit, one million deposits of a hundred dollars to reserve a spot in line to get one of those. Wow, unreal! It's nuts. Uh, so there you go, some California news. They're looking to ban combustion cells by 2035. Tesla is trying to get a cheaper, more <laughs> longer fat, longer lasting battery, and their stock plummeted all within 37 hours of each other. So not a great day, but. That's when you're planning future things. That yep. The future can sometimes be expensive on the stocks if uh, yes, it seems it too outlandish. All right, when we come back in hour two, more of your phone calls, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. If you, money were no object, you get a blank check. You have to pick a car that you'll never get to drive for both or your current partner, your ex-partner, 855-340-ZONE. We'll also tell you about Passenger Safety Week and a really uh, well-timed PSA from our good friends at KSL and one mom in Draper. That and more in Hour 2 of Utah Car Sense next.